We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Jack Manuel here for another Brooklyn Buzz. And the Nets get another W. The Nets beat the Philadelphia 76ers 136 to 121. It was a bit of a rout from from go to woe. You know, the Nets started off the game 38 to 22 advantage and they just didn't let up. They were not outscored other than in that fourth quarter where they were outscored 39 to 31. A bit of junk time in there, so that masks a little bit. But in saying that, let's get to killer Cam. Cam Thomas. His seventh career 40-point game. Let me just double-check that because I want to make sure I get it right. Correct. Seventh 40-point game of his young career despite the inconsistencies of his role. And he put up 14-26 from the field, 5-11 from three, 7-8 from the free-throw line, three boards, five assists, a steal, plus 23 for his 40 points. Cam Thomas is a special talent. You know, it was... It was interesting to sort of see him and Tyrese Maxey, two really young budding guards, go up against each other in terms of that sort of one-on-one matchup leading their teams in terms of the offensive responsibility. Now, Maxey without Embiid, I think, is a, a different proposition. But in saying that, Tyrese Maxey, an all-star, Cam Thomas outplaying him, put two and two together. No, in Cam Thomas is an all-star caliber player. If you watch basketball, you watch this kid play, he is a bona fide all-star. And he's filling out the rest of his game in so many different ways. Because, yes, the scoring was incredible. Like, his first mid-rager of the night. Paul Reed was already falling down to his feet, praying to the gods, and how am I going to guard this guy? But he was also making just the right reads time after time again. You know, he's reading the defenses and making the right decisions. He kicks out to Mikael Bridges for a three. He gets doubled, uh, at, and that was in the first quarter. I think it was like 5-5-0. Then he gets uh, doubled again, uh, I think midway through the second, and then he kicks it straight to Royce in the corner who drives and, and hits a floating sort of layup. So I just think that he's got so much more to his game than the scoring. Now it is his premier skill, and he's an insane shot maker. Like some of the shots that he takes... His three ball tonight, and his catch and shoot threes, I think, have been really positive of late. I can't remember where I saw it, but he showed it shooting over 44% on catch and shoot threes this year. Now, that's a, a, a wonderful number from him. And I think it was early points in the season where Cam was starting, but the three ball wasn't really falling. Then he had that little ankle injury, and he came back, found 
had, had, had some time that he needed to sort of find his footing. But of late, his numbers have been out of sight. So his last five games, 40 points, 25 points, 25 points, 37 points, 25 points. Getting the rebounds in there, getting the boards in there, getting the efficiency in there. Over those five games, he's averaging 30.4 points on 54-47-90 splits. 50-40-90, just casually. 4.2 rebounds and three assists. Like, this is a really solid stretch of basketball for Cam Thomas. Like, he is a special talent. Now, I think that, I've said this time and time again, that he's, it just, he needs to be the, the fulcrum of this team. Because when he's, he has the ball handling responsibilities, it eases sitting up for Mikael Bridges, who was really positive tonight. I think there, there was some nice actions between both of those two uh, as well. I'll get to Mikael a little bit individually, but, you know, I think there was, let me find it. Yeah, it was at 9170 where, you know, Clack screens for, I think it was Mikhail, and then Mikhail kicks it to Cam. Cam drives through and, and gets a little easy layup. Like, that's, there's the fulcrum of your team. You know, Cam, Clax, Mikhail. Now, I'll get to some more Mikhail rumors later, despite the fact that Nick and I recorded a podcast yesterday with plenty of discussion about that. There are some updates around that area, but in saying that, when he is on like this, it eases the burden and makes life easy for everyone else. You know, the op- he was exploiting every single opening. You know, the Sixers had no one at the rim. Cam was driving like a madman. He was getting like my, my favorite moment, one of my favorite moments of the night. There was plenty of great ones, like his pull-up three game. He when his three is on, like he gets bounced and arc on that shot that is just filthy to watch. But one of the the, the, the shots that I did like was at ninety six seventy two. Yeah, the ball's sort of zipping around a little bit. I think it's between him and Lonnie. And then he decides to drive, gets whacked in the face, and has the strength and, and fortitude to finish the layup and then sort of shimmies it a little bit. I tried to do it. I'm, I'm not very good at it. But he's got attitude, skill. He is a, a special, special player. And we are very lucky to have Cam Thomas on this team. Pick 27. Shout out to Sean Marks for that one. But this kid is growing and growing before our eyes. And I will get to the point of, I guess, whether his role going forward. Now, this can you can read into this what you will. But Jacques Vaughn, a Brooklyn Buzz favorite and a Nets fan favorite, mind you, uh, this was him when asked about Cam Thomas and whether he will start in the future. He said, I'll quote, I'll see when we get healthy. I'm not sure what our stars are going to be going forward. Uh, look, now if this is just an offhand comment from, from Jacques and sort of going, yeah, I'm not 100% sure. DFS has to come back. The Nets were really short-handed tonight. No DSJ either. DFS, I think, is, is day-to-day. DSJ, I think, was a late scratch. So, look, I, if you're not stunning Cam Thomas going forward... That's when I will start to criticize and throw the shade your way like myself, Nick, and, and other NBA Nets fans have have been throwing uh, Mr. Vaughn's way because this is the franchise. When you have a young talent that you draft onto your team and you see the potential on it, you let it flourish. You let that guy develop unto himself. And we are starting to see the fruits of that labor. He's had... You know, inconsistencies in his role. And I think some of that is good coaching. Some of that has been poor coaching. Some of that has been good development. Some of that has been been poor development. 
But if when DFS is back and the, the team is healthy, if you're not starting Cam Thomas, then what is this team? Like, what are we doing here? So, again, I'll temp, tamper, temper, hold back my criticism for now. But if that quote comes to fruition and we see, like, Spencer starting over Cam, Cam J, DFS, these sort of guys, then that's when the shade will be very, very much so coming Jacques Vaughn's way. But I'll get to the rest of the guys after the break, including a massive game from Nick Claxton, Harry Giles getting some time, Mikhail continuing to show some stuff, as well as a few little more murmurings around the trade deadline. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nick Claxton, ladies and gentlemen. Clax City is back. Clack City, you heard Mark Sign reporting about him. You heard Jack and Nick discussing him. And he put up a stat line for the ages. 12 points. 15 boards, including 13 career high in the first half. Four blocks. 4-4 four four from the field. Via stat means the first net with a 10-15 game on a 100% field goal percentage in over a decade. This is the... Now, obviously, no Joel Embiid, but I would have liked to see that because I think Claxton and Embiid have had some fun matchups of late. I want to continue to see these positive, impactful, forcefully impactful stretches from Clax. Because some of his blocks tonight were just nasty. Like, nasty with a capital N. Like, he was just like, if anyone came his way, I think the one of his early ones was on Ubre, so it was like 51-26. Clax is sort of hanging out on the perimeter. The Nets are switching, which is a good thing. But he's sort of shading because you can see Ubre's driving. And Ubre has no idea that hiding up behind him is the, the boogie block man in Nick Claxton. And he just sends that thing into the stanchion. And he's like, no, 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 no. And then later in the game, you know, he KJ Martins is like, KJ Martins like, all right, I've got the one-on-one here. You know, Nick Claxton, he, he's no Rudy Gobert, but... Nick Claxton made it known that you don't come into his house around that rim and make challenge him because that was that was emphatic. That was might have been one of the more emphatic blocks I've seen from Nick Lax, Nick Claxton in a while. So his attitude, and I think that's something that the net where the Nets look good, where Clax has got that sort of confidence going. Cam's feeling himself. Mikael's doing the little celebrations, the little Twitter fingers, and the set the three point celly. That's where the Nets look great. And it was a, a great game from Nick Claxton tonight. You know, it's insert Kobe Shaq meme for Cam Thomas and Nick Claxton tonight because they were bloody sensational. And 
Mikael Bridges wasn't far off that sens- sens- sensationality, if that's even a word. 32 minutes for him tonight, 7 to 16 from the field, 5 to 12 from 3. Loving that quick trigger from him from the three-point line. 4 of 5 from the free-throw line. Did have also have 4 assists, 3 boards. For his 23 points, only the one turnover. I think, as I alluded to earlier, he's so much better off secondary actions. I'm loving when Mikel gets a chance to drive off catches. to And, and off pick-and-roll actions, he's looking good when he's either driving hard or just hitting that pull-up three in, in some guys' faces. And that, for me, is is what's looking great. You know, he's, his three-point shooting is, is filling out the rest of his game. You know, he, 41-24 had a pull-up three, you know, off of a Nick Claxton three. And he had this nice sort of step-through, sort of Euro-y layup, the sort of Portnoy step that we know Mikhail loves. And, you know, Cam kicked it out to him for a three ball as well. So the, the fact that the three ball is falling... It's it's really great to see for him, and it's filling out the rest of his game, and he's just a bit more... He's not thinking... He's not overthinking things because he doesn't have the ball in his hands for extended periods. Like, he can be a bit more instinctual in the way that he's playing, and that's, you know, benefiting him and the team overall. So, really great little stretch here from Mikael Bridges. You know, he's been playing really solid, impactful, you know, really efficient basketball of late. You know, it's been been nice to see from him for sure. And I guess the other guys, there were plenty of positive performance tonight, but I think the other guy that deserves a, a big shout-out is Lonnie Walker the fourth. How did the Nets get this guy in a vet minimum? Like, really? Because this bloke and this kid, like, he's still a very young player. 8 of 16 from the field, 3 of 8 from 3, 3 assists, 2 boards, 20 points for him. He has so much pace and talent and offensive purpose and skill he is he's fluid he's smooth he's just he's wonderful to watch like truly wonderful to watch because this the way that he sort of runs it's just like he he's like the flash he and and he makes decisions and finishes with pace it it really sort of puts the defenses under pressure and he had some great moments tonight. You know, him and, and, and Cam T were having some nice little moments, one-two sort of game. And, you know, his driving game, you know, he gets cramped into a corner and then Clax gives him a DHO and then hits the midi. He's, he's got a three-level game, a three-level offensive game. I want Lonnie Walker to be at Brooklyn there for a long time, guys. Like, I've, I've said that again and again and again. But whatever his future is, I'll be following him closely because he's developed a... A special place in, in Nets fans' hearts, including mine, because he's just, he, he's a wonderful, wonderful player, and I love his attitude, I, I just love everything about him, you know, the, shout out to Sean Marks for, for finding this guy in the vet minimum, and I don't know how other teams didn't clamor after his services, but they will be in the offseason, and hopefully the Nets can retain him at a, a mid-level or something around that, because this guy deserves, you know, an extra payday, whether it's from the Nets or elsewhere, I hope it is from the Nets, but... You know, outside of that, guys, Royce O'Neal was pretty good tonight in his 26 minutes, uh, as well as Cam Johnson, you know, 2 of 9 from 3, but he's he did a lot of other things. His rebounding was pretty good. His assists, he had a couple of, he had three assists, two seals and a block, 5 of 12 from the field. So the three-point shooting wasn't there, but his cutting looked pretty good tonight. His playmaking with the ball in his hands for himself and others looked uh, looked pretty good as well. Like he hit a, you know, a couple of middies here and there, so... 
that was, was solid. Spencer Dimwini, I don't think we need to totally discuss going forward. I think his future isn't long uh, in Brooklyn. But outside of that, you know, Ben Simmons and his uh, return game against his former team, number 10. A little bit disrespectful from the Philadelphia announcers just referring to him as number 10. Now, I, I think that it's just uh, churlish, childish, immature to refer to Ben Simmons in such a with such disdain. Like, come on, man. Like, are you really going to be that immature about it all? Like, yeah, we have, as Nets fans, we've had our moments with KD and Kyrie and whoever else, but it's sort of, like, maybe going, I might be going a bit too far in this, but a bit dehumanizing. Like, come on, man. Like, this guy's just a basketball. He's doing his best. He's getting back out there. But didn't affect the scoring. And Ben Simmons can do... I was literally discussing this with my fiance. I'm like, when I was always like seeing the stat line and recapping a bit of his game, I'm just like, he does so much outside of just scoring. Like five assists, nine boards, you know, only the one turnover. I think he had four assists in like the first quarter as well. And his impact on the net is felt. Like it's, it just is. Like a lot of people have been posting this stat and my apologies if if you've already heard it, but the net's, 30 plus assist games with Brooklyn, with Ben Simmons, five. And he's played eight games this year. 30 assist games or more without Ben Simmons this season, five. So five out of eight games, Ben Simmons has impacted the ball movement and, and everything for the Nets. And he does make an impact on the game. But he's, he's certainly not a shell of himself if the fact that he's just not trying to score at all. But he is certainly not as impactful and as complete a player. Also, because he's playing a lot of like backup big five man, he provides no protection at the rim at all. Like he just lets guys drive there, finish at the rim. He's just like when Darren Sharp comes back, and that could be a little while still. I'll be intrigued to see how that does pan out with his minutes and how Jacques Vaughn finds the right combination for him if. Ben Simmons is healthy by that point, which I hope he is, so he can continue finding his footing. But yeah, Ben Simmons at the back up big. Obviously, didn't get completely punished against a, 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 a sort of second-rate Sixers team, but against greater opposition, there might need to be some finagling here or there because Nick Claxton obviously four blocks tonight, but Ben Simmons has a backup five. Yes, his rebounding is good in getting the ball out in transition, getting those dimes, getting the ball movement, you know, having an impact on the offensive identity, but his defense hasn't really found its footing just yet either. So we'll see how that pans out. But yeah, overall tonight, guys, the, the team was just wonderful. You know, they nearly had a 50-40-99 shot, shot nearly 52% from the field, 20-51 of 51 from three. You know, hitting those, that's, it's literally what the Nets are trying to do. And then 18-23 of 23 from the free throw line, won the boards battle. 35 assists on 49 main field goals is is great as well. So it's just good times for the Nets, you know, a, a nice little win. But I'll, I'll get to a few little murmurings around, more murmurings, shall I say, around the trade deadline in general for the team, and then around Mikel Bridges, because there was specific news about him. So, via Nets Daily, and Nets Daily is pretty tuned in with the the franchise, whether it's Sean Marks and, and, and others. He said this, Hearing fans should lower expectations for Nets at deadline. Likely not any huge deals. Still early, but some know, some scenarios out there a bit over the top, particularly on returns for DFS and O'Neill. So, obviously, that's like the two first for DFS 
Royce O'Neal. You know, Nick and I have discussed these guys on our previous episode. Make sure you do listen to that because it was really thorough analysis on, on all the players. Will they get traded? Won't they get traded? Let us know your thoughts on that. But I, I think that something is going to happen here. We will see what it is. Like, do we need to temper our expectations? Maybe this is Nets Deli being a voice for Joe Sy and or Sean Marks to, similar to like Brian Lewis and sort of allowing us to go, or or, or being a voice piece and saying, okay, here, this ain't going to happen. Don't expect those two firsts. Don't expect the six firsts or whatever it is for Mikhail. It might be, you know, a, a, a decent first here or there. So maybe that is him being a mouthpiece for the organization, but... You know, the, the days and and week or so will tell how it does pan out. And around Mikhail Bridges, Matt Moore of Action Network has said that the New Orleans Pelicans were reportedly known to have made a serious offer for Mikhail Bridges. According to him, the Nets have received offers of five first-round picks for Mikhail Bridges, but the Pelicans were likewise rebuffed. He did note that he's skeptical of those claims that, the, that such a high price was offered. He said this... Two league sources said the Nets have claimed multiple offers of five first-rounders for Mikael Bridges, but I'm pretty skeptical on that front. One, it might be five firsts with swaps or heavily protected picks, and the offer was really five first. Why share that and then continue to say that they are not interested in trading Bridges? That question is an interesting one because we're getting some leaks here or there. We obviously had the leaks last year on Memphis Grizzlies, the Memphis Grizzlies and their four first-round off, four first-round picks offer. Kelly Eco and the athletic team around you know Nick and I discussed that with you know the getting the Nets getting some of their first rounders back or all of them back not totally sure what the nature completely of that deal is but this is this Sean Marks sort of laying the land and seeing what Mikel could be worth is this maybe Mikel isn't totally off the table despite what we have heard it's another team and it's another tidbit of news and the fact that it is the Nets have been trying to keep things in-house. Where there is smoke, there is fire. How strong is that fire burning around Mikhail Bridges? I don't know, but maybe Mikhail won't be long for Brooklyn uh, as much as we might think, despite reports from Woj and Shams and whoever else it might be out there. So plenty of things to consider. Make sure you do listen to that Trade Deadline episode that Nick and I basically analyze everyone and everything on the roster about the direction of the team before the Trade Deadline, different targets, but... Most importantly, great to get a W for the Nets. Nets world, we continue to ride. We continue to keep going. Make sure you subscribe to the Brooklyn Buzz on all streaming platforms.